That's a stupid opinion. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> I don't think you are dumb. But I could be dumb. That's true. Which by proxy would make you dumb. <laughs> if you like my opinion. I also could be dumb. But I'm very careful Which not to. Which also by proxy could make you dumb. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm very careful not to. I mean, I try. Unless it's with intention and an ulterior motive to express a dumb opinion. I'm very measured. Even when I'm drunk. Are you drunk? No. Okay. <laughs> but today we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. D and D. D and D. Which is crazy because I never thought I'd ever make a podcast about this. What a wild, you know, IP just to say, yeah, we can sell a film based on Dungeons and Dragons. Dude, one hundred percent. It's so strange. I mean, it's uh, being a nerd is cool again. You know, we got Stranger Things. A lot of stuff is ushering in this, not just nostalgia, but this actual genuine love for this kind of thing you know the fantasy role-playing but i mean to call your film dungeons and dragons honor among thieves as if yeah. the dungeons and dragons name yeah. was going to bring people in yeah someone <laughs> someone was on something they're like yeah. yeah that'll do it yeah and to be fair i don't know how it did at the box office but it, it was actually a solid film i don't think it did well at the box office which is why people are like doubting that it'll actually make a sequel, but everyone that's seen it has been like, it's amazing. Yeah, you know? and I think it, it's having a strong second life on Paramount Plus. I've had a lot of people, I mean, you know, relative to my lifestyle, I've had people who are like, yeah, I, it's, I've watched it again because it is a, it's a solid flick, and it's like no one would have guessed that. It's like the first thing I always think of is like, oh, the Mortal Kombat movie, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it's trash. Oh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves was a solid film. It was really good. Yeah. Honestly, really good. I Re mean, and there's so many reasons why. Yeah. And I want to say the first and foremost is because it was written by... John Francis Daly. Yeah, the dudes who did Game Night. John Francis Daly being one of this, what is becoming kind of an iconic duo. And the main kid in fucking... Waiting? Freaks and Geeks. Oh, Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> Also waiting. Was he? Yeah. Okay, so but the kid from Freaks and Geeks is the kid that directed and wrote this film. That's so cool. Yeah. What a, what a put wild... That, put that in your pocket. What a wild <laughs> turn of events, huh? I'm really happy for him, though. Totally. Because he's got a strong sense of not just entertainment, but, I mean, decent storytelling, <laughs> which is like... So where to come from when it comes to blockbuster story? What, and that's what D&D &D really was, was it was a blockbuster film, you know, masquerading in the genre... Yeah. Of, of, you know, fantasy role-playing. Yeah. The other director-writer was Jonathan Goldstein. Goldstein? Stein, probably? Yeah, and I mentioned they did Game Night, which was another incredible little comedy. And I say incredible because comedy isn't doing so hot, I think, in the last few years. Um, but that was another Jason Bateman. Flip. Yeah. They had Rachel McAdams. I saw it. Tight little, you know, 100 and what? Maybe like a 90-minute film. Yeah. But it was it was good. Page. You know, it was it was strong concept and a well executed totally little story. Totally, uh, and the cast was good, like really good actually. And it was like it was mainly led by Chris Pine. God, what a bankable dude! Yeah, I mean, it's, you it's, don't. I, someone recently <laughs> said like, why is Chris Pine not like a bigger star? And it's because he keeps choosing weird ass roles, like roles that d do not skyrocket him to fame. <laughs> You but know? but he is famous. I know, but like he's not like he could be crazy famous. He could be Chris Evans famous. He could be easily just crazy famous, but he's yeah. not. And there's a reason for that. 
it's because of the roles that he, he somehow gets or chooses. It's like he's pigeonholed into like this. He's like, he can't ever, he's like a A minus student. He's <laughs> like, I, he's not the A plus student. He's an A minus student. But I'd be curious to know how much of that is his own, you know, choice. Choice. Yeah. Because I, mean, chose, I feel he chose, like what he, he chose, chose this film, with the exception of his little stint in uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I feel like he typically chooses these these pretty strong, yeah. not strong, pretty good roles. You know, if if the script that <laughs> said Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, came across your desk, is, would you think like this is the script that's going to skyrocket me to fame? Here's my theory: I think he's financially secure, and he's just looking to have some fun. After I'm Star sure Trek. It, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure he read the script. I'm sure he read D and D, and he was like, "And he's those first two Star Treks are so good." Yeah, like it's it's crazy. And well, then, you know, Wrath of Khan or Ra- what is it called? Into Darkness. People yeah. like to shit on that one, but really, they they sh- the internet goes hard on Into Darkness. Really, they're like really critical. <laughs> wow. <laughs> At least the circles I'm familiar with, but t- people typically love 09. Yeah. I didn't know that. Why do they hate it so much? Oh, they have a lot of such criticism. a tangent, but lot of criticism towards what about the beyond they they think beyond is better beyond is way more favorable Whoa. on the internet than Whoa. into darkness but it's still like you know people don't really care past the first one but all that to say everyone always right, has I'm positive t- i'm things. taking crazy pills once again once again once again i mean hey i liked it but you know it's not like i think it relies a lot on michelle me. rodriguez Honestly, yeah. I don't like her in anything, but I liked her in this. I don't, I don't even like her in Lost, and the Lost is like one Stop. of my favorite. Stop. Have you seen Resident Evil, the first one? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I think she's fun. But in this movie, she had a really interesting character because, like, she was the badass warrior. Uh, I can't remember her class exactly, but she had this really uh, interesting depth. She had this friendship with Chris Pine. She also had this tenderness that was explored. The vulnerability with her ex-husband or something. Totally, totally. Who was on a fantastic cameo, full spoilers at this point, played by Bradley Cooper. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Amazing little scene. And those are the moments that make this film really special in my mind. Yeah. And and Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. What? Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Can I just say, only because I saw the latest Guy Ritchie flick a a few years ago, a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, Rose Daguerre or whatever, Operation, who cares? Uh, Hugh Grant, what a fantastic character actor. And I say character actor, but he's always Hugh Grant. Yeah. Uh, he makes this film as... British dick. <laughs> yeah, British dick <laughs> as the villain. What a fantastic foil yeah. to this otherwise wholesome group of characters. Totally. There were some other... They had the dude from um, the Pikachu movie. Um <laughs> Justice and, Smith. Yeah, and uh, the chick from It Chapter 1, the red Sophia Lillis. That's the one. Yeah, she played the... She was like a nymph. Druid. Druid, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then they also had... Uh, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Jean Page. Oh, yeah. The guy who comes in yeah. as like the... He's the and paladin. He's like the goat. Like, he's like... Yeah. He's OP, like amazing. Like, everybody loves him. But he's like an NPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember people talking about it on the post I'm, I'm always like reading online after oh, what people are saying totally they're like that's the character played by the dm to guide the rest yes, of the party through yes, the campaign yes and i was like what a perfect description because he's oh, just that's like so good i didn't even think about that yeah i just thought that's i mean because he's also such an interesting character that like you wonder oh i want to see more of this yeah. guy and then he and then he shows up for like 
one or two scenes and then pieces out. And you're uh-huh. like, dang it, I want to see more of that guy. Yeah. But he was from that that show that everybody fell in love with on Netflix. The sexy one? Yeah, the sexy one. Bridgerton? Bridgerton. Didn't watch it, but I... But you nailed it. <laughs> I, I couldn't have called that, but that's what it is. Yeah, so, no, but the cast is great. Writing's great. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and talk about a song. We'll do that. <laughs> it's your turn. My turn. Rabbit out of the hat. Real yeah. Quick. I love rabbits. Uh, only because I started watching, <laughs> finally, that cyberpunk anime on Netflix. Oh, was uh, it good? It's fun. You know, it's not going to win. I think it actually did win best <laughs> anime uh, of the year, but it's whatever. But the theme for that film. It's not going to win. It actually did. <laughs> The, the the theme track for the credits for that series was done by Franz Ferdinand. Okay. It's a track called This Fire, and it's a really fun little beat. That sounds fire. Uh, it is. F- it's actually f- f- fire. It's, it's spelled with three Fs. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it here. It feels like it's totally in line with that. Uh, yeah, you know, that's awesome. We're having some fun. Dungeons and Dragons. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's uh, it's your boy. It's it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Have you ever played D anD D? You know, I actually have a couple times. They really? Weren't, they weren't long campaigns, mm. uh, but I would love were to they play short campaigns. They were short campaigns. Okay. In fact, one of them was just like a one shot. Oh. But I would love, and I've been feeling this way for since COVID started. I'd love to play a longer campaign. And actually, during COVID, I, I got into some. Uh, people who were streaming or doing videos online of uh, some compa- oh, campaigns, right. some homebrews. Yeah. And I was like, God, it really got me fiending. Because yeah. I feel like I would be a killer role player in a tabletop setting. And I just... But I'm I'm worried about the commitment because it's like... I would love to watch you do that. Dude, I would go all out. My friends are <laughs> playing. We should play. Yeah, but I'm nervous around like, you know... People you don't know. People I don't know. But also there's like you know, the commitment. And that's usually where D&D teams falter is like, everyone's got to be there. Yeah. You know, it's fun to think about in the context. If people don't show up, it's like... Yeah, it's a real damper. Yeah, totally. Especially because everyone has the... They have this idealized version. It's like the Stranger Things where, oh, we're all going to be there and it's going to be the best. Yeah. And then life gets in the way and it's just, it's hard to keep it up. But I would kill... The, the times that I have played, it's so fun. Yeah, it's super fun. You get a good DM and a good group of people. I had the best DM in the world. That really makes it. Yeah. He literally was working at... Oh, really? <laughs> Blizzard. He was yeah. working at Blizzard. 
and like was working on world of warcraft and he was our dm he's just so good yeah i miss those i miss those days i was like it was amazing you can always find your way back ali was always like why are you doing this (laughs) (laughs) what a freak (laughs) i'm like you don't understand it's amazing i think a lot of people it's addictive too it's so addictive yeah and like, it is genuinely fun. Every time Henry Cavill starts like geeking out about freaking what's it called? Uh, Warhammer. War, Warhammer. Warhammer. I was gonna say Warcraft. Every time he starts geeking out about Warhammer, I'm like, I totally understand where this guy's coming from. Like, and it's because of things like D and D. You know, yeah. like, yeah. But the fact that they based a the movie off of like D and D. Yeah, this forty odd year so insane like legacy of. What is languished for a time, but like I said earlier, it's really coming back in a big way, I think, with younger people or, you know, Gen Y uh, millennials. Um, but it is really cool. And it's not just guys, you know, everybody's getting sure. into this yeah, thing. No, there's a lot of women. It's just, thing. it's a willingness to kind of like put yourself out there yeah. and have fun. You can, it's creative. You get, yes. to, you get to basically come up with anything. Yeah, you know, and... exactly. You get to really, I mean... <laughs> And, and, you know, role play gets a lot of flack, I think. But honestly, I think it would do a lot of people a lot of good if they would just let loose and kind of explore that, you know. Yeah. Side of themselves. Yeah. I think, honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, it would build empathy, you know, because there's a lot of people that are so, uh, I want to say tight butthole these Apath- days. Apathetic. Very apathetic. Well, I was going to say they're just... Their worldview is so constrained. I mean, I, I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna go in full on soapbox here, but being involved with something like D and D, I think, would provide a lot of people the opportunity to kind of like break out of their mold, you know, to, yeah, and explore not just storytelling in a fantasy setting, other perspectives, yes, other perspectives in general, yeah, and that's honestly what the and, core of the and collaboration, like, yes, amongst other humans, yes, which, which is so crazy because like. I was thinking about film in general, about how it really is like the most collaborative art form medium in mm-hmm. existence. You can't make a good film without collaborating. Yeah. And if you're a bad collaborator, you should just quit filmmaking because <laughs> that's all filmmaking is, is you're, you're working with other people toward a goal. And, and honestly, in any good corporate or societal setting, you have to collaborate to get along. You have to, work with other people well know when to speak up know when to humble yourself kind of thing yeah. to to succeed and yeah for people that i feel like the more and more insular society is getting as a whole as a as a grand congregate i feel like it would do it would do people well like you were saying to yes. get people together so that they can learn how to freaking interact with each other you know yeah yeah, for sure. And I think that's always been the undertone of D&D as this kind of venture. And I think the film, the D&D Honor Among Thieves, really kind of captured the essence of yeah. that, of this disparate group of individuals coming together to overcome this, totally. you know, evil, <laughs> this Hugh Grant and demonic forces, antagonistic force. So, yeah, and great execution, just a really fun flick. And again... Good day for recommending to all people. I I would even sell my parents on this film. I tried, but I would watch this again, and I would actually watch it again. I feel like this is like on par with like the Princess Bride. Like yeah, it's it's, it's so yeah. quality. There's and and it's so funny. There's not mm. a lot about it that makes it like 
a poor film. Yeah. And the runtime is short too. It's not it even is. that long. So you don't have to worry about like sitting in a two and a half hour film here. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very accessible. I love using that word. It is so accessible. <laughs> That's why I would sell it on most people. Yeah. You know, and uh, it is to speak to the, the, it's kind of a shame to think we might not get a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. It is a bummer. I feel like if they crowdfunded, I feel like a lot of people would step up and maybe Paramount Plus will just spring for it because they're like, "We God, we need con- we need content." <laughs> <laughs> We're dying out of here. <laughs> we are really floundering, uh, especially after what happened to Halo. <laughs> Season two, baby. But Chris Pine, man, put that guy in in everything. <laughs> yeah, put him in a Marvel film. See what happens. Has he been in Marvel yet? No. I know he was in Wonder Woman, but no. Uh, with that being said, we're going to play a song at the end right here from Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Gabe. Honor Among Boys. <laughs> Topping the juice of the vine With cherry crew We sip and sway Let's tip the tankard and waste a day Re-roll well you can Our toes can wait for a time We saw the folly of men Rather than revel repine No fortune found, no faith divine Come close to topping the juice of the vine Cherry crew, we sip and sway. Let's tip the tankard and waste a day. Not fortune found, nor faith divine. Come close to topping the juice of the vine. With cherry crew, we sip and sway. Let's tip the tankard and waste a day. 